Shabbosa, we have the incredible schos today. Incredible schos. Where did this ends? Where at the at the at the end of the, at the end of the parak, right? At the end of the parak. Yeah, at the end of the parak. All right, Shabbosa. So we are in Yerat Hashem. We have the incredible schos today to be able to finish up parak of Beis of Mesilas Yisharim. Shabbosa, we are continuing finishing up the midas ha'anova, the midah of humility. Good. We're running perfect timing. Perfect timing. Right, chelak aravi, chelak aravi. Incredible. 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 Being in proximity, we should be zochet to internalize all of the Ramchal's words of Anova. The final part of this chapter. Remember again, this was this is the fourth part of actional humility. Fourth part of actional humility. This is so beautiful. The ability to give covet to every single person. Giving covet to every person. Who is a person who is honored? Who is a person who is honored? A person who goes in and gives honor to other people. Ultimately, again, so what is, what, what is humility? How does humility express itself? By a willingness to give cover to someone else. You see, at the end of the day, if I'm willing to give cover to someone else, then that shows that what? That I don't believe that I'm the be-all, end-all of the entire world. So ultimately, again, and even if you, you know, the idea, the ability to go ahead and, the ability to go ahead and give cover to someone, even if they're only greater than you in one particular area. That's ultimately a sign of Anova as well. Listen to this. Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai. Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai. Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai. We'll say we were not far from him. We didn't get to go to him. We were not far from him. We were in the north. We'll say Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai saved us in the aftermath of the Churban second. Churban Bayesheni. Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai was the one who was attacking everything. Zechel Mikdash, Zechel Churban. He is the one Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai taught us how to mourn for that which we have lost while at the same time yearning and pining for that which will be. Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai, Shalohiktim lo adam shalomi olam. No one ever greeted Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai first. Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai was always the first person, I say, he was Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai. He could have easily said what? He could have easily said, you know what? They'll come say shalom aleichem to me. But that was not his midah. Even a Gentile in the marketplace. A person is obligated to act with Derech Eretz towards his fellow person. By the way, how much more meaning does just saying Rabbi Akiva's name even have to you now? That we were just Zoha to Davin by his kever just when we were there a week and a half ago? What was that? A week, a week, a week ago? Oh, Tuesday. When was Tuesday? What's today? Sunday? So it's, it's incredible. <laughs> it's it, two days ago. I was like, right? We, we just davened by Rabbi Akiva. We just davened by Rabbi Akiva. So ultimately, again, we learned, we know this of Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva's 24,000 students died. Why? 
You know, at the end of the day, however you want to touch that, however you want to explain it, at the end of the day, it was a lack of covet for each other. Whatever it meant, whatever it meant, it means that there wasn't proper derech between one Jew and another. And just like I will say, bizayon degradation is something that ultimately is associated with the Rishayim. Kidvara kosuf shezacharnu, bevo rasha gam ba gam buz, kena kavod misyaches ala tzadikim. Kavod ultimately again is misyaches to tzadikim. Kia kavod shokh in imayim, venu misparish men. Va omer, venege zikin of kavod, varin disparu chelke anavarashim. So I will say, now that Amchal says, we have explained. All of the major pieces of humility. And I will say, if you notice, the Rachel says almost something very similar at the end of every chapter. Rachel essentially says, I can't tell you everything about every single Midah. I can't spell it all out. All I could do is I could give you the Rashi Prakim. I could give you the general outline for success in each of these Midos. But then... You have to take the information and do something with it. You have to take the information ultimately again and then go ahead and make something happen with it. I will say it's very important. See, I will say, you know what I'm saying? I'm saying is at the end of the day, no one could, no one could allow for your self-actualization except you. Except you, Ramchal says, I can give you as much information as I can give you. But at the end of the day, you have to take what I gave you, Ramchal says, and then you have to go figure it out. Then you have to go do something with it. Rabbi says, finish the parak. In general, Rabbi says, humility removes many obstacles from the pathway of a person. Rabbi says, why is that? It's fascinating. Why does humility remove many obstacles from a pathway? Rabbi says, it's a very simple cheshben. Because do you know what puts the greatest number of obstacles in your way? Gaiva. Gaiva. So I will say, so Anova is the antithesis of Gaiva. Most of the mistakes we make in life, we make because of Gaiva. We make because of arrogance. Most of the Averos we commit in life, we commit because of Gaiva. So if I have Anova, if I have humility, humility is the antidote, the antithesis, ultimately of Gaiva. So therefore, I have Anova, I remove so many Mikhsholos. I remove so many obstacles, ultimately, again, from my way. Kia Anov. First of all, the humble person, right, is not so worried about things in this world. And in general, again, he doesn't get jealous over nothing. An Anav knows how to keep good friends. Keeps good friends. And we'll say the Anav, people like the Anav. People like the humble individual. He's not going to get angry. And therefore, again, he's not going to get into fights. You know, both say the Anav, sounds so beautiful. The Anav leads a good and tranquil life. The Anav, like Rabbi Simcha said before, Avraham Zakein Ba Bayamim. Bayam, the Nitziv. The Nitziv says, what does it mean, Ba Bayamim? Bayamim means, again, he found meaning in every stage of life. Life was good. He had beautiful, again, Obviously not without its difficulties and vicissitudes. But that's what it means to be babayam. Babayam means you, you find meaning, right? Life goes well, you actualize, you accomplish. When you have that midah of anava, you have that midah, hakoba I want to be clear, hakoba hashkate doesn't mean that your life is easy. That your life is easy. Hashkate means a certain level of inner tranquility. 
When you have another, you have inner tranquility. For the simple, for the simple reason, when you have another, you also have kirvas halakim. You have closeness to Hashem. When you have closeness to Hashem, you have inner tranquility. Hakol b'menucha. We'll say, no, who doesn't want this? Who doesn't want hakol b'menucha? Everything is tranquil. Again, I will say, Rechal is not saying life is easy. No one makes any guarantees for an easy life. But hashkeit menucha means when you have anava, when you have humility, you have inner tranquility. Praiseworthy is the person who has this midah. This is actually an incredible statement because of Yerushalmi. That which chachma, that which wisdom made as a crown for the head, so humility made as a soul, as a, as a soul for the shoe, a soul for the foot. I was say, what's the pshat? So it's interesting. In the parish I have over in my Sharm, he says that what it means is like this: chachma tells you that certain things are important in this world. Anava takes the things that chachma says are important, and what takes them from the top, the head. And puts them by the sole of the shoe. What Anava says essentially is so many things that we get upset about, so many things that we get carried away about, so many things that we get angry about, they're not important. You know what Chachma often says? Chachma says, you have to be right. Chachma says, it has to be your way. Chachma says, right, it's like me. Chachma says, Chachma ultimately again could lead to Gaiva. We even said, we even saw completely to Gaiva. So Chachma sometimes creates this flawed hierarchy. Anava says all of those things that Chachma relegates to the highest level of importance. Ultimately, Anava says, not so important. Not so important. I will say, don't you feel this when we come to a place like this? We're standing here. We still say, like, are you taking it in that we're sitting here learning? To, I know we're a little bit tired. I know. I'm only awake because I'm giving the shir. I'm going to be totally honest. Right? <laughs> if, I, if I was there, I, I would be spread out on the bima by now. Right? I'll say, so, so, so again, I, I, I just want to point out, like, doesn't this give you a sense of Anava? Doesn't that, I come in here like I, I, I'm all this, I'm all that, I'm, I get angry, I got this, I have this, this one got upset me, this. And I come here, and I come here, and I stand before my parents, and I'm humbled. And I'm humbled, because I see the Mesiras Nefesh of Leah Imenu, the first person to give true hoda to Hashem. I stand here in front of Yaakov Avinu, the first person to truly worship HaKadosh Baruch Hu in Galos. How much we could relate to Yaakov Avinu. We'll go to Avram and Sarah. Avram Avinu again. When the whole world was on the other side, Me'ever, Avram Avinu was the one who was willing to take a stand. Everyone thought he was a nut. He was willing to take a stand. Sarah Imenu, so committed to the vision of Kalal Yisrael that she was willing to give up her husband. She was willing to give up her husband. That's how committed she was to something. Yitzchak Avinu, a willingness to offer him up as an Ola, a willingness to put himself literally on the Mizbech of Hashem. And they come here, and I want to say, you know what you feel? You know what that feeling is when you come here? It's Anava. I'm humbled to be in the presence of my parents. And the most important thing is, I need to take the another with me when I leave. Because it's easy to walk out of this sacred place. I say, you know, I'll say, you know, sometimes the most incredible moments of Aliyah could be undone by a good breakfast, which we're going to have in just a moment. That's lunch. It's lunch already. Sorry. Right? And I'll say, like, the greatest moments of Aliyah, like, they come and they go. You got to take it. And you somehow have to bottle it for yourself. That feeling that you're feeling right now, that tranquility, that manucha, that's not fatigue. You think it's fatigue. That's physically. 
what your neshama is feeling right now, that menuchas hanefesh, that hashgate, that's the humility that comes from being in the presence of our parents. And if we could just take that with us throughout life, take that humility, take that tranquility, how good life would be. Says Ramchal, the best two words to end the parak with. This is explicitly clear. This is explicitly clear. And I both say, it is clear. The clarity of everything that Ramchal teaches us, the clarity is never in doubt. What's the challenge? The challenge is the actualization. Rabbi Osei, Mazel Tov on finishing Parach of Beis, a Shkoyach Tavon, Shkoyach Tavon for the beautiful Shachris, Shkoyach Tavon for the beautiful, beautiful Limit Chevra. Here's what we're going to do. It's 11.45. It's 11.45. Let's, let's meet, let's meet by the entrance way of the Ma'ara in 10 minutes at 11.55. Everyone go daven. 11.55. We'll walk down in Meretz Hashem for breakfast together. Shkoyach, everyone. Shkoyach. Oh, it's just died in the middle, so I just shut it up. No, no, no. I knew the camera's running on a battery. It's not-